Fraser. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. Flexi, as we all know, I am writing a book. You're writing a book. The book, the title is TBC. It was announced as Perfect Candidate. We have gone back and had a little think about that one, as per you do when you're in the early stages of writing a book. But the announcement needed to be announced, and I'm very excited because there was fanfare. So the book is about beauty in kind of a broad sense. And naturally, I need to talk about nostalgia, given that I allegedly really care about that stuff, according to you, Flexi. I can't get my brain out of 2004. And honestly, there is some truth to the fact, (laughs) despite how much I try and become a modern woman. I am still eight years old. I needed to ask everybody, what are some tips that you learned when you were a kid that you still use? So the thing that I remembered most was, I reckon it was 2005, and I read that a celebrity puts her face cream on in upward sweeping motions because allegedly that's like how she doesn't have wrinkles. Oh. I believed it. Suddenly I'm freaking out at eight years old or however old I was being like, oh, my God, like, A, I didn't moisturise because do kids even put moisturiser on? I did. Okay. Did you, Mickey? Not till, like, I reckon, like, 14. Yeah, legit. I didn't, yeah, I I didn't wasn't, even think about it. I wasn't about ahead it. of the curb. <laughs> no wonder Flex looks like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I know. We really fudged up. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, my God, all the times, like, mum put sunscreen on my face, she was just dragging it around like, who cares? <laughs> she set you up. Now I'm haggard, 28 going on 45. <laughs> Tell me why when I was 18 everyone thought I was 30 no! at the club, despite having braces. They said that papery thin skin, no! something's going on, sis. <laughs> All right, so I want to know what you two learnt when you are a kid that you still do. They could be real, but, like, most of these are fake. Here's some suggestions. Lemon water. A lot of you girls are still doing that. That's a contentious one. Yeah. Not the kids. My dentist does say it's really bad for your teeth. It erodes at your enamel. So. For real, especially when it's warm, guys. It makes yeah. it worse. It's worse when it's warm. But don't worry, I'll go into it in my book, which is slated to come out yeah, September Yeah, going to do this research. So if you feel attacked, just know that there's research <laughs> coming to back this, hopefully. I haven't found it out yet, yeah. but I am talking to experts. Someone said, um, I still have spoons in the freezer to get rid of puffy eyes. I did this for zero reason when I was 10. Wow. I can kind of see the vision there. Don't use your pointer finger to put on cream because its skin skin is too sensitive and that finger is too rough. Oh, you got to use your ring finger. Yeah. You've heard of that? Yeah, I've heard it with a, uh, for people who apply makeup with their fingers and not brushes, that if you're going to do that, you should be using a ring finger and do tapping motions. But, I mean, we're here now. Also, eye cream. Oh, like, like it's not real? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I think I actually, because I used to do a beauty podcast. The experts were saying it's real. It's real? Yeah. Yeah, the experts selling your product, Mickey. <laughs> are, you, are you talking to certified dermatologists? Yeah. Zoe Foster Blake thinks it's real. Tell me why, when I went to a dermatologist, you know the only product you recommended? Cleanser. Cetaphil, babe. Oh, yeah. And that and La (laughs) Roche-Posay. Oh, really? Yeah, my my derm. You derm, okay. Well, I'm going back next month because my um, psoriasis. Okay, yeah. So I'll get the tea from you then. (laughs) What what brand are we doing these days, guys? Rinse your hair with cold water so the follicle closes. I've got to Google that one. That one's true. It works the same for face as well. Yeah. Also, people saying that crossing your legs will give you varicose veins. That one was held over me quite tightly as a child, I must admit. When you say people said, was it like media you were consuming or like the women in your life affirming this to you? I think it's from a whole bunch of different angles that I couldn't pinpoint where. Mm. Like I couldn't pinpoint where that like moisturiser one was from. Push-ups to make your boobs perky. I think that's real. (laughs) (laughs) 
if, if, if one can hold their boobs up to make them less saggy, why could I not hold my skin up? Now, when you, when you push up... And you grow the muscle oh, push there. push-ups. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Push-ups. Push up bras. Nah, no. Oh, it, I was it. thinking push-up bras. Oh, really? yeah, I was like, I was like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll leave you one final one. Yeah. Hemorrhoid cream for the ice dark circles. That works? Allegedly. Wow. All right, we're going to have the best time with this book. Literally, I'm already having so much fun. I've written talks about a few of these, like written my initial thoughts, and it's giving humour and comedy. I'm sure beauty placebo is real, though. Oh, like, had- as real as anything else. Like the, just the act of doing it. And also, one action will cause another action. So let's say you're doing some kind of facial massage uh, with the intent to look slimmer and be slimmer. I don't doubt that you'd make other adjustments in your life to accommodate for that. Or if you truly believed that um, using a ring finger to tap in concealer would be better for your eyes, I'm sure you'd make other adjustments and be gentler with your skin. I totally agree, babe. And I also reckon the thing that I'm really conscious of with this book is that like, there's a time and a place to treat yourself. And I think there's so, like, it's so fun to, like, buy little creams and stuff. For me, the point that I'm trying to make or the point that I want to make is, like, this idea that we're sold it like it's going to fix a problem that it can't fix. But is the idea that it's going to fix something or it's just... Because I feel like also in... The one thing that all of this is missing is, like, audience responsibility to be literate. So, Mm -hmm. like, this whole idea that you can close pores, no one's ever said that. It's like it can give the appearance of minimised pores. Because you interpreted it a different way and thus assumed it would do a different thing, of course it's deceptive advertising, but language matters. And so I think you can get to a point where you're like, they did this thing, they did this thing, but all of these beauty people have to go through, like, rigorous processes to make sure the claims that they are making can be made. I also want to make the point that, like, when you really want to fix something, you're going to do whatever to do it. Like, that's the story of my life. Like, if I have acne, the shit I went through to try and fix it, like, I'd do anything to fix it. So I don't want to diminish this idea that someone has something that they want to fix, they're going to try everything. Mm. They're going to spend thousands of dollars because I get it. I'm so excited for where you end up at the end of the book. Like, are we calling – why did I – why that – a book – calling it a book makes it sound like fiction – <laughs> but where you end up, you know, what you actually learn about the industry, because I feel like what we can get to in these discussions is that the same things that we are complicit in are the same things that we're critiquing. And that's a skill to be able to do that. But then what happens? Like like you said, you don't want to shame a bunch of people and then be at the same spot and be like, oh, I do what you do. Literally, for real. I really want to come at it from a compassion angle, but mm. just because I just find it interesting learning about this stuff. I am the problem and the solution. Anyway, I'm not going to ask you guys because we run out of time, but book's coming out late 2024. And I'm telling you guys, I'm a lot more, I make a lot more sense when I write. It's what I'm good at. Froomey's a great writer. Thanks, Queen. You've been listening to the Flex and Froom's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.